Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And would you believe it? It's day 20 of the Qatar World Cup and only one day until England take on France in Le Cour de Finales. <coughs> Excuse me, live on TalkSport, of course. Now, in the last episode, we heard from the three Lions defender, Carl Walker. You know, I'm representing my country at a quarter-final of the World Cup, so it's do or die, really. You know, if we lose, we go home. And, you know, he's not going to stand in my way and hopefully winning... You know, a World Cup for my for my country. Well, former Crystal Palace owner Mona Simon Jordan is now convinced that England will beat France on Saturday. I'll make your mind up, Jordan. I actually think we'll beat France on Saturday because I listened to Carl Walker. I was so I've not been an advocate for Carl Walker. I think that some of the things that he's done in the past have been bloody stupid. I've always admired him as a player, but I listened to that interview, and my takeaway from that interview was, boy, these players are, are in the mode. They're in the mood for this. And the confidence and the attitude is not like similar England camps. It's not apologetic. It's not contrite. It's also not arrogant and over-assertive. It's just belief. On now to the England midfielder Calvin Phillips, claiming manager Gareth Southgate deserves more credit. You know, I think people underestimate how good a manager Gareth Southgate is. For the last three years I've been with England, he's been amazing. He's done really well, obviously. The summer we didn't have great results, but you know you could put that down to many different reasons. But I think what he's done with his team and how he's nurtured the team into winning games and being one of the best uh, countries in the world at playing football, um, you know a lot of people don't give him, give him credit for that. And you know you can't forget that he's got very tough decisions to make as well, where if players not obviously unbelievable players that maybe be on the bench and not play, and then you know, leaving them out as well. So, obviously, I understand that it's a very hard position that Gareth's in, but I think he's been unbelievable since I've been with England and the way he treats us all. He's an unbelievable man-manager and obviously he's got great coaching staff around him as well, which helps us a lot. Now, the three-line striker Callum Wilson has been speaking to TalkSport's Alex Crook ahead of that quarter-final between England and France. Now, Wilson is hoping to make an impact off the bench and reflected on his appearance in the opening game against Iran. Or Iran, no one really knows. Never doubted myself that I could get here. It was just a case of timing things, being available and performing well for Newcastle. And then, yeah, once I'm here, you know, delighted to obviously to make my World Cup debut. But when you're in it, I don't think you really get to probably appreciate the magnitude of the situation. So, you know, for me, I didn't want to be 
coming on like an excited school kid it was like right you're a professional athlete you've got a job to do you come on the field just like any other game so I didn't want to make it bigger than what it was and I think it shows in performances really just playing like I'm playing with my friends like I'm playing at Newcastle just confident um, pressing from the front and trying to give good energy you know later stages of the game when called upon and and I feel like when I've done that you know I've got an assist I could have had a few more and just waiting for an opportunity now to put the ball in the back of the net I was going to say, what will it be like for you when that moment does come and you you can score your first goal at the World Cup? Yeah, that would be the best feeling as a striker. You want to score a goal. Now we're at the group stages, we're into the knockout stages, so your goals are even more important. And I think for me not to have scored yet, then there's one definitely due in a few appearances, you know. So I think, um, yeah, I'll be waiting for that moment. And if it does come, then yeah, that'll be probably the highlight of my career, I'd say. Now, here's England goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale talking glowingly about his teammate Bakayo Saka. He can break into the penalty area. Oh, what a finish from Bakayo Saka. He lashed it in from the edge of the penalty area. If you haven't seen the clip of him asking David Beckham for a picture, I don't need to say much more. The nicest, most humble kid, polite as anything, being brought up the right way. If you watch that clip, then you're just fall in love with him and that's what he's like he's funny I think everyone spoke about the same same sort of thing so I see it day in day out and it doesn't change it doesn't change with the cameras or just because it's England he's like that with every member of staff at, at Arsenal and here so he's just that perfect you know that perfect boy which you wish will either be your son or, or your brother who's been brought up the right way so it's a it's a massive testament to his uh, mum and dad release his job good save Pickford strong left hand to a shot that was coming across the face of him I was with the fans behind the, the goal at the last game and I looked over to the bench I think after Pickford had made that save at the near post and you were one of the first on your feet applauding him does that show the, the relationship amongst the goalkeepers? Absolutely we work so hard every day first out last in um, cannon fodder as I said for, for a lot of the shooting drills and world class footballers just scoring goals can be demoralising but you have to carry on doing it to help them out and I think the main thing is when we're training we uh, day in, day out to get Jordan into the position to, to perform, it's a sense of pride. It's a sense of knowing we've done our job. It's a sense of we see what he's doing come out from training. And, and it's just you won't win a tournament without everyone. And I think that was the difficult part sort of when the lads were winning and, and playing the games and you're thinking you're not necessarily a part of it, but then... You actually look back and the, me and Nick especially uh, with one position, not many changes gonna going to happen on the pitch, but we know we've we've done everything we can to help the outfielders and the goalkeeper. So we have probably a little bit more gratification when we do well because we're helping every single player rather than just a couple in their position. On now to Dan Windle, Scott Minto and our European football expert Andy Brassel or Brussel. No one really knows. What Gareth Southgate has done, first of all, was to unite the media and the fans with the team to get them back supporting again. So actually, he's taken that fear factor out the way. Then he's got a good group of young players. And it's not just about him in the sense that, you know, the under-17s won the World Cup, under-19s, under-20s won the Euros, etc. So there's a good group of players already and, and the FA and the coaching behind it has to receive a big pat on the back. But for him to get to the semi-finals, for him to coach his way past the penalties that we had against Colombia 
where I think it was the first time ever we've won penalties in a knockout stage in in uh, a World Cup. Get to the semi-finals. Yes, we fell short. I think we're a little bit inexperienced there, a little bit naive. Mm-hmm. Gareth as well, but the players also. Mm-hmm. Then get to the final. I think is nothing short of sensational. I have to say, it'd get a 9 out of 10 for me, not a 10 out of 10, because I do think he should have changed it in the final. You know, mm-hmm. I'm screaming at the, the TV. But it looks like he's evolved. It looks like he's taken away the shackles. And it's, I'm absolutely fascinated about the team selection yeah. he's going to have on Saturday. And don't forget, of course, England take on France live on TalkSport Saturday at 7pm. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On now to a bit of boxing. Wait, Ghosted, I thought it was a World Cup Daily podcast. How can you put boxing in that? Yeah, it's a very good point, actually. I'm not quite sure. Producer Tom behind me. Tom, why have we got boxing in the World Cup Daily podcast? Oh, shut up, Tom. Uh, now, Tyson Fury, heavyweight champion of the world, the Gypsy King. He joined Adam Brazil on The Breakfast Show, fresh from his thumping victory. Not, of course, Adam Brazil, Tyson Fury. That was at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That was unusual, wasn't it? Home win. Anyway, after a brutal display against Derek Chisora, Fury urged Del Boy to hang up his gloves. Well, I suppose... Only fools and horses work. 16 seconds remaining and the referee, Victor Lockland, finally decides that he has seen enough. He's shaking his head, saying no more, no more. I can't talk for anybody else on another man. It's entirely up to Derek what he does, but I would like to see Derek retire and maybe take on a, a lead training role or, or management. He's so experienced in this game. What Derek Chisora don't know about boxing is not worth knowing. So maybe we could pass that on to younger generation coming through. Mm. Maybe he's got a lot more patience than I do. Sometimes we we need saving from our own self. Mm. He's got a lot to live for, and 
why not get out of it while all his faculties are in order? He can't yeah. be short of a few quid. Yeah. And he's got two beautiful girls and a beautiful wife to live the rest of his life and happily ever after. And understandably, attentions have now turned to the possibility of Tyson Fury against Alexander Usyk after Fury dispatched Chisora last weekend. Usyk's manager, Egis Klimas, feels a deal is close. Ass. We've been talking to Queensboro Promotions about that fight before. I'm talking to this top rank. As we speak this morning, we had a conference call. All of us uh, got together and we are almost done, I wanted to say. It's not much to talk. Two heavyweights, best in the sports today, undisputed heavyweight, championship bout. That's what people need. That's what the fans need. Back now to Tyson Fury, looking ahead to the fight with Usyk, if, of course, and when it happens, which it probably won't, or will. One day it'll be free. Next day we have to pay for it. Then he's fighting 12 opponents in a year. Then he's retiring. No one really knows, do they? A little sausage. I would like to think that there's not a man born yet that can beat me in my own era, for sure. But, you know, you can never underestimate anybody. I trained so hard for Derek, even though I've beaten him twice before. I put a nine-week camp in. I was um, I was celibate for, for seven weeks for Derek Chisora. That's how much I respected him as an opponent. And I trained really hard for him. And it was like, everyone was saying, well, you've already beat the guy. Why are you doing all this sacrifice? I'm like, I'm making sure that he don't beat me in the third one. So even though that I'm a lot taller than this guy and I outweigh him by two or three stone, I would give him the utmost respect as a proper opponent for me. <laughs> If England get to the final, Tyson, will you will you jump the plane? Get out of there. One hundred percent. I said I said after the fight that um, we get through, then I'm I'm going. Got a chance, sure. haven't we? Yeah. Listen, we've got a very very good chance. We've got one of the best squads that's out there in this World Cup. Mm. All of our players are unbelievable. And look how far we've come. You know, coming into this tournament wasn't really on form. Yeah. But correct. Going, yeah. as each game we play, we get better. And the win against Senegal the other night was amazing. It was amazing. So because while well, that ring walk that you done, you know, to coming home, I think that meant a lot to the players as well because they oh, were the watching fans, the fight. The fans love yeah, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I, I believe that we can beat anybody because you've got to beat the best teams in it to win it. And everyone's like, oh, we got France, they're really good. But I'm like, you know, I didn't just go to Germany and beat some random bloke for the world title. You've got to beat the best to be the best. And I do believe we're very capable of beating any team in this tournament. It's all about mental strength, really, and not folding under immense pressure with the weight of mm. Where were you 70 million people. Like Where? I've just said, yeah. an yeah. individual cannot take all of that. But you just got to get it in your mind that, look, this oh. is happening, we're here, and we're going to take the bull by the horns and ride it all the way, all the way to the pub. Guys, it's always a pleasure coming on Talksport. Um, thank you very much. Pleasure. Merry Christmas, Talksport, <laughs> and a happy new year! Oh, yeah. Come on, you big dusters!
Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on TalkSport Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, today at 3pm, it's Croatia against Brazil, World Cup quarterfinal. And at 7pm, the Netherlands. I'll just call them Holland. I don't know why people don't anymore. Anyway, they take on Argentina in another World Cup quarterfinal. Love and talk sport. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Football Bloody Hell. It's a TV show. It's on Talk TV. It's live at 9 o'clock tonight. My guests include Darren Bent. Oh, how'd you get him? Shut up. Paul Merson. The brilliant comedian Tim Vine. And Nancy Delalio. Well, you couldn't get Lawrence. No, he was busy. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talk Sport Daily World Cup podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Till then, thanks for this. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Flimsy stands slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress.